We are Stephen and Jill. Together, we've been buying and reselling land since the 90s. Our data-centric approach leaves our buyers asking, how can you sell it so cheap? Here on the Land Academy Show, we answer that and more. Stephen Jill here. Good day. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butala. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Jill and I talk about why it makes sense to make your hobby a business sometimes. <laughs> My latest hobby is collecting cars. What's yours? Well, you know, here's, here's, a, here, here's what I'm going to talk about. Uh, if your hobby is, is price is no object, I want to uh, collect statues and I will pay top dollar, then making your hobby a business is a super bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> if your hobby is to try to get stuff cheap, it's obviously our hobby, right. like land, then maybe you can make a business out of it which we're in the process of doing, and I'll describe it. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And also, we I, people don't know this. We have a full, Jill and I own and operate a full-blown commercial printing company called Offers to Owners. Over the years, Jill and I internally developed a system to send blind offers to owners, tens, th tens of thousands in the mail some uh, sometimes through direct mail. And we, uh, we found out through after we started Land Academy that our members uh, wanted this product. So we launched it probably several years ago. Today, we uh, mail between 700 and 800,000 offers a month on our members' behalf. And I, I just want you to know about it. Contact support at offers, the number two owners.com. Or go there and just check it all out. It's pretty straightforward and simple. Thanks. Mark wrote, just read this great article. I had a question. When I'm buying a land property, I will buy with title insurance. Then when I'm selling with a title company, I'm also purchasing title insurance for the buyer, like $5,000 plus the purchase price. Will you, I can't read the whole question here. That's it. So, Okay, well, I'm just okay. So I didn't know. You know what? what you, this Aaron, his name is used a lot. I didn't know if you liked all oh. his questions or if it was a typo. So that's why I didn't say Aaron. Sorry, I made it. But if it really is Aaron, I believe you. So, um, so this article is. I, so, here, let me explain this, how this works. When you go to I, buy a piece of, I know what he's saying. Oh, you, oh okay. When you go to. Let me super super clarify okay. this because this is a popular question, right? Uh, especially with new like, people. When you go am to I buy doing double work. <laughs> when you go to buy a piece of property, uh, whether it's your house or a piece of land, you go through the, the escrow process. And when you look at the closing statement, one of you, the buyer, or the seller is going to pay for stuff, or sometimes it gets combined. When you buy a piece of property, the person before you, the seller pays for your title insurance policy. When you go to sell it, because now you're the seller, you pay for the title insurance policy for the next person. Don't ask me why. This is just how it is. And it's a very small amount of money on rural, on vacant land, uh, usually two or $300, but it varies around the country. So it looks like you're paying for it twice. What you're really doing is paying for the next guy when you sell it. You know what, sometimes I have to, no offense, I have to interject here. Because <laughs> sometimes we have to pay closing costs and we pay their title That's correct. That's where he's going with that. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you guys advocating this? Which is, I think of the question. When I buy it, I told the guy, here's the deal. Net to you is- 10,000. Exactly. And I'll pay all the costs. And so I make sure that that guy, when he gets his check from escrow, it has 
10 and four, uh, one and four zeros on it. Correct. Cause that was part of my deal. Well, you know what, Aaron? Yeah, I, you're right. Um, cause you want to get title insurance. You're doing it all correctly. Make sure that there's no issues. That was right. Yeah. You're kind of eating that cost, but remember it's because we're teaching you to do what we do where you buy for 10, you sell for 30. So you're kind of baking it in there. Yeah. You have paid an extra, I don't know. When you look at the whole closing thing, maybe it's like mm, five to $800 is what the actual title insurance costs. Not all the stuff, but just the title insurance policy. Yeah. You're paying for that in the buy side. And then you normally pay for that in the sell side as you do it. Yeah. Bake it in big deal. 1600 bucks of title insurance. That was maybe redundant, but it doesn't matter because you bought it for 10 and sold it for 30. You like that? That's uh, that's the point. And you're right. Exactly. It's all math. So yeah. Buy for 10, sell for 30, buy for 30, sell for 90, which is really what Jill and I do. We can afford to eat some costs to make it easier for the seller to digest. Hey, you're going to get a $10,000 check. Not we're going to buy a property for $10,000 and then they end up with an $8,200 check after closing costs. It's a little confusing, but it's all in those closing statements. That's what part of what makes us special and why these people say yes. Like, I'll make sure you get that much money, period. So... Good job. Today's topic, why it makes sense sometimes to make your hobby a business. This is why you're listening. Oh, I have all kinds of hobbies that I want to make a business. (laughs) I'll give you a great example uh, of a hobby that Jill and I created into a business for a bunch of reasons, and it ended up up being incredibly beneficial uh, for us from a money standpoint and a tax standpoint to uh, against our regular land business. It's called Land Academy. Mm -hmm. You know, Jill and I were happily going along buying and selling land, and very, very successfully, around 2015, we got tired of answering people's questions, questions about why, how do you guys buy this property so cheap that yeah. you can sell it to me and still be in business? So we, we made, and then we would tell them. Mm-hmm. We would- uh, One have, by one by we one. We would have consulting calls, and, and in the beginning, we mm-hmm. did it for free mm-hmm. under the title, under the guise of, well, these people have purchased a lot of property from us. They're They're- wholesalers. We want them to continue to do that. And mm-hmm. and they did. Mm-hmm. And so it got to be so popular, we decided to make a whole company out of it and teach people how to buy and sell this stuff. Mm-hmm. So in that case, it made, it made a lot of sense. I've had other people come to me and say, you know, when you're buying and selling the land and you're driving a real fast car and you don't really seem to really do any work at all, <laughs> people start asking you questions like, what do you do? Like, what is this all about? And you answer them. And invariably they say, you know, I've had this idea for a while. Yeah. And then they lay it all out. And while they're an eighth of a second, they're into it. I'm like, this is never going to work. But I say that to myself. (laughs) Why don't you tell them that? (laughs) Well, I do eventually after I can't take it. Okay. Sometimes if you're lucky, they buy a real expensive glass of scotch while they're telling you their story. Mm -hmm. The fact is there's tons and tons of work involved in starting a company and making it viable from a financial standpoint. One part of which, and this is a super essential part, in my opinion, you actually have an interest in it. Mm-hmm. I have a good, pretty good friend who was is very smart, who bought uh, from a, uh, this is a lot of years ago, and five oil chain shops and proceeded to run them very quickly straight into the ground. In my opinion, super bright guy, showed up to work. To, he just wasn't interested in changing oil. Mm. Well, uh, I have pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did that. 
<laughs> Tell the story, please. Yeah, yeah. We we uh, thought we'd diversify a couple of years ago and, and buy a pizza place, and we're going to make it a chain. But we didn't want to go there. I didn't want to make the pizza. Like, they eat the pizza occasionally. That was kind of about it. And it was really fun when we had parties. We could have our own pizza delivered from our own place. That was fun. That was the extent of it. We'd have a good, hard look at ourselves and say, because we could have done it. So this is the thing, too. I want people to take away from this. Making your hobby business can happen with darn near anything if you're into it, man, and you pour your heart and soul into it. Uh, so we had to take a step back and look at ourselves and say, it's 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 a turning point time. Do we want to continue on the path and be land academy and land focus and all of that? Or do we want to shift gears and build a pizza empire? Because we know how to do it and we know we can do it. And we had to, and we both took, we both fortunately were on the same page and said, no, pizza's got to go. As fun as that was, that's not what I want to do. The land stuff's better. So we did. So we sold it and moved on. And here we are. But, not, but, doing, not doing a pizza show. I know. And I firmly, and we could. I know. We could be the only pizza sure. podcast out there. Not kidding. We would be the pizza podcast out there. I bet there's another one. Um, I don't know. But building a business, <laughs> maybe not. Building, building a pizza empire podcast, I bet there's not one out there. We would have, no matter what, we would have owned it because sure. we don't know how to not go a hundred percent. That's right, and go ninety miles an hour. <laughs> and if you were watching us this week, you would witness this firsthand if you were in our home. But so, whatever it is, maybe that's that's this is for me. This is sounding like Jill Friday. So letting me have, thank you for letting me have my moment here. Whatever you really want to go for, if you put your head down and put blinders on and not get distracted by other things, you can turn whatever you really want to into a business. If you are a, a member of other land companies out there, mm -hmm. there's three or four that are credible and reputable, I think. Education places? Yeah, land okay. education, like Land Academy, but not Land Academy. Yeah. I can name them by name, but I won't because I have a little bit of respect for, <laughs> for some of them. Most of them, they won't tell you this, but they started and continue to, to teach or instruct how to buy land because like it's your hobby. Oh. Or you buy and sell a couple of properties uh, because you're into it, you know it works. Right. However you manage to do that. And, uh, and maybe you'd offset your mortgage. That's not what Land Academy kind is. Kind of a skipping along the top thing. If you have the personality where, wait a minute, I just bought property for $4,000 and sold it for nine or eight or 12 or whatever. And you sit up straight in your chair one day and say, well, what if I did 20 of these a, a, a month, a year? I would, and then you do the math and you find out you're going to make half a million dollars your first or second year. Mm -hmm. And then you start to have thoughts like, well, then I wouldn't have to have a job. Then my yep. wife wouldn't have to work. Then we could have an extra baby, whatever you're into. Yep. Because of all that, Land Academy is for you. I'm not selling you anything, but we don't know, Julia said it perfectly, we don't know, and our members don't know, most of them, how to not go 100 miles an hour. Right. This is not a hobby. We, uh, Jill and I, for some reason, both love cars. Uh, yeah. I, we always have. I, we like separate types of cars. True. And so we're just going through our heads right now. Should we make this, uh, get our dealership license and make this a, a business? Because... We're buying these cars and selling them for a lot more because we don't know how to not buy assets cheap. <laughs> exactly. We are not going to walk into, there's there's a few exceptions. Few. Uh, retail jewelry is one of Joe's exceptions. And yes. we've never talked about having a jewelry business. No, we have not, but you've done that. <laughs> I haven't failed at you it. You have done I'm that. I'm not into it. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. 
So just, I hope I've made my point. If you're the person who has to go 100 miles an hour and figure stuff out, check us out. <laughs> I love it. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show, well, I'm going to sit down and on the video, Jill and I are, and we're going to walk through the Land Academy Discord channel. And I'm cool. going to show you what's going on because it's just blown out of control in a great way. And all of the Land Academy members that we have are helping each other out. I'm in there every day making comments. We've got three moderators who are responding to just about every question. So I think it's time to to really do Show a walkthrough. You. And uh, we're going to do it on YouTube. We'll, we'll post it on YouTube like we do with all the podcasts. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to try to do it so that if you're listening in your car and you listen to the podcast, many more people listen to this than watch it. And so I will explain some stuff, but I will walk through it ver uh, verbally too so you you can get a feel for what's in there. You're going to want to see it when you, if you can. Yeah. Hey, you're not alone in your real estate ambition. I would like to make a, a comment. I picked up on a funny phrase that you said a few minutes ago, oh, no. which is if you, if you want to have an extra baby, yeah, who wants to have an extra baby? Did I say extra? Yeah. You said extra baby. I don't want, I, I could, boy, there's a couple of extras that we have now that. I, I, I exclude this. Obviously I exclude <laughs> us from this stuff, but some people are like, I want to have a baby, but I can't afford it. Oh, okay. That's all. Okay. It's kind of fun. I never heard of it as an extra baby. Hi, have you met Johnny? He's our extra baby. Yeah. <laughs> we got into this land business so we could afford him. We thought we were going to have two. Now we have five. Now we have five. Turns out we make a lot of money in it. So we have three extra babies. Yeah. If your hobby is having babies, yeah. maybe you can make some money off of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We need to stop that now. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. By the way. I don't, uh, Jack and I are actually very aware that not all of you have extra money lying around to buy and fund your own deals. So don't worry. We are here to help you. We at Land Academy and many of our members uh, love funding other members deals. So check out our site, go to either go to landinvestors.com or to go to landfunding.com and you'll find out more information. We are Steve and Jill. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property.